It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. We have reached that time. The time is upon us. Opening day is here. So... Moment on Rico Bronia where I'm going to put my ass out there. Pete Hoffman's going to put his ass out there. We are going to give you our full, in depth 2023 MLB predictions, and then we're going to hold ourselves accountable. These predictions aren't predictions that we spit out on a podcast and that have disappeared over the next five months. I believe in accountability. So when this season is over, we're going to have a podcast in which we react to our predictions from 2023 and grade how we did, just so you know that. So this is not a waste of time because I really believe a lot of predictions are a waste of time. People put something out there and then they'll never mention it again if they're wrong. If they're right, they'll talk about how right they are. But if they're wrong, they'll make believe none of this ever happened. Well, you mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, you will remember us. And you will remember every stupid thing we say over the course of this podcast. Now, before we get started, Pete had a request. I had made an offhanded comment about a week or two ago that I write down all my predictions, MLB, NFL, NBA, and I actually have all these documents on my tablet and I still have them. So Pete said, man, you got to pull back the last 10 years of predictions and let's see how you did. Like, did you do a good job? So I went back. And I printed 13 years worth of predictions. And and I got to tell you, Pete, it is mostly really, really bad. Not going to lie to you. A lot of bad stuff in here. Well, listen, um, I feel like I don't really think anybody at the end of the day gets it right. It's, it's, it's. There are very few people who can nail it perfectly. Maybe they get the World Series winner. Maybe they got, you know, a, a division winner. But I can't imagine most people, if, if we go back and, and view everybody's predictions, most people are going to be wrong. Am I it's wrong true. that? It's true. Most people are idiots is basically what you're going to try to say. And you're right. Uh, the first year I have where I wrote down predictions was 2010. And I had the Phillies winning the NL East. I was right about that. So I, I guess I give myself credit. I had the Atlanta Braves as a wild card team. I was right about that. I had the St. Louis Cardinals winning the division. I was wrong about that. 
I had the Arizona Diamondbacks winning the NL West. They finished in last place that year and lost 97 games. I had a White Sox Phillies World Series. That year, the White Sox won 88 games and missed the playoffs. The Phillies lost in the National League Championship Series that year to the San Francisco Giants. So I was off on the World Series. The White Sox did not defeat the Philadelphia Phillies. As you may recall, the Giants defeated the Texas Rangers. I had both of those teams missing the playoffs. So 2010 was not good for me. For some reason, I can't find 2011 and 2012, but I do have 2013. And what's great about 2013, I'm going to show this to Pete. I wrote a lot of words down. I didn't just write predictions. I've got like deep thoughts on what I thought was going to happen. I have no idea. So let's go right to the Mets because that's always fun. New York Mets, 2013. Now, by the way, in 2013, just in case you forgot, the New York Mets did not have a good year. We won 74 games that season. I predicted them to go 71 and 91. So not bad. I was actually three games off. I wrote, while I like the rebuilding direction they're going in, they have a terrible outfield and highly questionable bullpen and a major question mark in Johan Santana. Unlike last the last two seasons, I don't think they'll fool people in the first half. As you may remember, the Mets had good first halves in 2012 and 2011. So, yeah, I got that one sort of right, actually, because the Mets really weren't, you know, they, they, they won two more games than I predicted. My World Series was the Angels defeating the Cardinals. I, I, I was kind of half right because the Cardinals lost that World Series that year to the Red Sox. Uh, but the Angels did not get to the World Series, nor did they win it. So that one I got very wrong. And the Red Sox, who won the World Series, I had going 81 and 81. So that wasn't right either. <laughs> 2014. 2014, I had the Washington Nationals defeating the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series. As you recall, that was the year where the San Francisco Giants defeated the Kansas City Royals. I did have the Royals winning 87 games that year. They won 89 and won a wild card spot. So that wasn't very good, uh, very off. And the Giants had winning 82 games. They won 88 and they won the World Series. So, yeah, that's not pretty good. That's actually really bad. Nationals raise World Series. The hell was I thinking? 2015, the year the Mets got to the World Series. I had the Mets winning between 81 and 85 games. So I shortchanged the Mets that year. And I also shortchanged the Royals. I thought the Royals were going to come back down to earth after this surprising season. So my World Series that year was the Dodgers against the Mariners. The Mariners? The F was I doing? Yeah, who was on the Mariners back then? Robbie Cano. I had Robinson Cano winning the MVP that year. Don't you know? Don't you know? 2016, all right, how'd I do? I had the Mets winning the division. That was wrong. And I had the Astros defeating the Mets in the World Series. That was a rare year where I had confidence. I I, I guess because we won the pennant the year before, I, I really thought they were going to build off of it. And I came one year too early on the Astros. Because obviously one year later, they won the World Series. So, yeah, that one wasn't, it wasn't very good. All right, what else do I got here? Hold on one second. Uh, 2017. All right. I had the Mets winning the division with 91 wins. They went 70 and 92 that year. (laughs) And I had the Blue Jays defeating the Mets in the World Series. 
That did not go well. Uh, the Blue Jays that year won 76 games. So I was very off on that. Obviously, the Astros beat the Dodgers. I did have the Astros losing in the American League Championship Series, and I had the Cubs losing in the National League Championship Series. The Cubs actually did lose in the NLCS that year to the LA Dodgers. The actual World Series was Astros-Dodgers. I predicted Blue Jays-Mets. 2018. 2018, I picked an Indians-Cubs World Series, a rematch from two years earlier. The actual World Series was the Red Sox against the Dodgers. Uh, I had the Red Sox making the playoffs. I actually had the Yankees and the Red Sox playing a one-game playoff against each other. They actually played the divisional series that year. And, yeah, the rest of it was just way off because the Red Sox beat the Astros. I had the Indians beating the Angels. Uh, I had the Cubs beating the Nationals. It was the Dodgers defeating the Brewers. So 2018 was a mess. But let me get to my crown jewel, Pete. Because for all of the making fun of myself I just did over these last decade of predictions, I bring to you a document that I should frame and put on my wall. It says 2019. You see that, Pete? I do see that, yes. 2019. Are you ready for this? Give it to me. I had, and I quote, the Houston Astros defeating the Washington Nationals in the World Series. The actual result was the Washington Nationals defeating the Houston Astros in the World Series. That's basically a win. I that, nailed that, the World Series, Pete. That is a win. I, you should pat yourself on the back. You should be, people should be bowing at your feet. That is, that's impressive. That's pretty impressive. And why, why did you feel the Nationals were win that year? That's the year that Bryce Harper left. I think that was a part of it. I think that was a part of my thinking. And what's great actually about this prediction is that I actually did a podcast with John Jastrzemski right before the 2019 season. I'm sure it still exists on the Evan Roberts podcast where we did MLB predictions, kind of like what we're doing today. And I'll never forget JJ had Yankees Cardinals. Nothing wrong with that. He was a fanboy, a little homerific. I had nationals Astros. And I remember, and he was like, no, it's pretty good. It's creative. You know, the Astros obviously had had success. So it wasn't that crazy them getting back to the World Series. They were in the World Series two years earlier. Uh, They were in the LCS a year earlier. And the Nationals, my thought with them was it would be so typical to lose Bryce Harper and then break through. Like that would just be so typical of baseball. And so that was a part of my thinking along those lines. So that podcast exists of me framing nationals Astros. The only thing that bothers me is that it was wrong about the result of it. Cause I did have the Astros beating the nationals in that entire series. Cause as soon as they were facing each other, I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I can't believe I nailed this. Didn't <laughs> bet on it or anything, but still. And that was the weirdest world series ever because the road team won every single game in that world series, which makes no sense whatsoever. Did you have the game seven too, or no? I, you know you, what? I didn't write that down, unfortunately. Usually I just But you write, thought it. But yeah, you clearly. It. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. So my, my my other favorite one is 2020. And I made these predictions uh, after the pandemic. Had a, well, the pandemic was going on, but we had our pandemic season. We knew it was a 60-game year, and we knew there were going to be extra playoff teams. And I actually predicted in a short season, the New York Mets 
to play the New York Yankees in the World Series. It was one of the rare times I picked the Subway Series because my thought was, wouldn't this be so typical that we can't even go? We can't even be there. The games are going to be in Texas, and the Mets and the Yankees are going to play in the World Series. And obviously, I was way off. The Mets were awful that year. I had them winning 33 and 27. Remember, it was a 60-game year. The actual World Series was Dodgers-Rays. Uh, yeah, just it's all bad. I had Justin Verlander winning the American League Cy Young. I think he pitched one game before he got hurt and needed Tommy John surgery. So it was bad to be expected. It was 2020. We shouldn't even count that. Those predictions shouldn't even count. It doesn't count as a real season. The Dodgers didn't win the World Series. I, I don't count that at all. Don't worry I agree. I agree. Now, for whatever reason, I can't find 2021. Maybe I didn't make predictions that year. I don't know. But in 2022, the year we just had, I had the Mets going 87 and 75. And I had the New York Mets in one of the wild card spots. Um, Was I right? Not really. They won 101 games. I did have the Braves winning the division, though, with 92 wins, not quite as many as they won. I had the Brewers winning the Central. I was wrong about that. I had the Dodgers winning the West. I was right about that. And I had the Padres making the playoffs. I had Walker Bueller winning the Cy Young. Not good. But I did have, this is a nice victory, Justin Verlander winning the Cy Young last year. And that was coming off of Tommy John surgery. But my World Series was the Chicago White Sox against the Milwaukee Brewers. And that was a massive fail, Pete, because neither the White Sox or the Brewers made the playoffs. So the lesson in this exercise is that A, I'm crazy. I keep all my predictions. B, they're mostly bad. But C, 2019 was one of the great prediction years of all time. And that's your introduction as we get set to make our 2023 MLB predictions. The way we'll do it is we'll go by each division. We're going to save the NL East for last because that's obviously the big one. That's the main event for us as we mostly focus on the Mets with Rico Bronia, and we'll predict how each team's going to do win total-wise. We don't have to get into excruciating detail on each team, but just any detail you'll want to throw in about why a team's winning the division is perfectly fine. So let's start things off in the National League West. We will start off in the National League. We begin in the National League West. Pete, would you like to kick it off? Of course I can. Go ahead. Uh, again, and I, I will say this, but I don't know if all my numbers are going to be perfect here, so bear with me. But I will go last to first. I think the Colorado Rockies are still just very far behind. They never get the pitching right. Chris Bryant, I think, will have a back uh, bounce-back season. But already they have Brendan Rodgers hurt. There's a lot of different issues here with the Rockies. They're going to be the bottom feeders. I have them as, like, as low as 63 wins on the season. So 63.99 is what I have. The Giants will be second to last. I think they're going to scuffle. They didn't get Correa. They didn't get Judge. They were looking for that big-time bat. They have some decent pieces, but nothing too exciting. Um, so I feel like they, they're just going to be – it's going to be a rough season, but maybe they'll be competitive. I've met 79 wins on the season. Arizona Diamondbacks, I think they're going to make an upgrade. They have a lot of young prospects that are coming up. Corbin Carroll, like we see, with uh, McCarthy. There's a lot of young talent on this team. I think they're going to do better than expected. I think they have some solid pitching. They got Zach Gallen, who's one of the better starters in the league. I see them about a 500 record at 81 wins. Uh, then I see the Dodgers step, taking a step back. 
because of the injuries. Gavin Lux being out all season long. Walker Bueller with the injuries. Um, they lost some key pieces. Again, Trey Turner's not there anymore. I know they have a bunch of guys that, that, that are, are still good. Mookie Betts of the world. But I just don't see this team being as good. Dustin May, I don't know if he can ever stay healthy. Clayton Kershaw, maybe this is the year that he he really can't do a full season again. Maybe he's hurt for a majority of it. I do think they'll win a lot of games. I just don't think they'll win as much as the Padres. So I think that they're going to have about 95 wins. But the Padres, I do think they're all in. I put them at 99 wins for the, uh, for the NL West. You know what's crazy? We are in lockstep agreement in terms of where each team finishes. Not win totals by any stretch, but where teams finish. And I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid that Pete and I think way too similar sometimes. I, I'll start at the top. The Dodgers had a very strange wait-and-see kind of offseason. They didn't get better this offseason. And so far, coming into the start of this year, they're dealing with injuries. I mean, Tony Gonsolin was incredible last year when he pitched. The question is, is he going to be able to pitch? You know Clayton Kershaw is going to have multiple trips to the injured list. I'm not sure how great Dustin May is going to be. And Gavin Locke's tearing his ACL when they probably needed more middle infield help to begin with was not a great start to camp. The Dodgers are going to be good. I'm not telling you they're going to fall apart, but are they winning 105 games? No, I don't even think they're going to win 100 games. I think they're in the mid-90s, the low to mid-90s. They're back in the postseason where you just got to get hot at the right time and get healthy at the right time. But I happen to agree with you that the San Diego Padres win this division. And you're going to see this theme from me. I think some of the teams that had postseason runs last year, not that they're actually building off of it, but they're going to have more regular season success this year. So I like the Padres to win the division, but I think the win total is going to be about 93 or 94 wins. And I think the Dodgers are going to be right there with them. I think it's going to be a great race. I think it'll be a race that's separated by a game or two. So I have the Dodgers in the low 90s as well. I went back and forth about the Giants and the Diamondbacks, but I agree. You know, after Logan Webb and the rotation for the Giants, there is a drop-off, plus their lineup is just very unimpressive. The Diamondbacks have a lot of good young talent, plus a better top end of the rotation. I think the Diamondbacks finish with about 81 wins, right around 500. I think the Giants are slightly under 500, and I think the Colorado Rockies are really bad. So we're in agreement uh, on the National League West in terms of order of finish. And that's a, a difference because the L.A. Dodgers tend to win 100 games every year, even in years they don't win the division. I think they take a big step back may not be the right term because I think they're a playoff team and I think they're playing that wild card series. And who knows? They get hot at the right time and they end up in the World Series. Winning 93 games may not matter. But I agree with you. Padres, Dodgers, Giant, uh, Diamondbacks, Giants, and Colorado Rockies. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In the National League Central, I'll go first on this one, all right? I think the Brewers are going to win the division. I'm very hard-headed. If you just heard what I said about 2022, I picked the Brewers to win the National League pennant. I did. And I picked them to win the National League pennant because I love the back end of their bullpen. But more importantly, I love their rotation. They can pitch. When you have a top of the rotation that features Corbin Burns, who's only getting better, and Brandon Woodruff, who's good. And I don't think Brandon Woodruff is necessarily the ace he was a couple of years ago. And you've got Freddie Peralta, and you've got Eric Lauer, who looked really good in the first half of last year. I love that rotation. And even with Hader gone, Devin Williams is one of the top closers in baseball. And, like, lineup-wise, they're okay. Like, it's not a scary lineup by any stretch. Uh, I do like them adding William Contreras behind the plate. Uh, a full year of Willie Adamas. Kristen Yelich isn't that good. I think we just all have to accept he's not the same guy. But I just don't think the Cardinals are that good. And there's a part of me that wants to just say, well, they're the Cardinals. They'll figure it out. And they do have a middle of the order that's very much fearsome with Goldie and Nolan Arenado. But I think the Brewer rotation's better. And I'm still kind of a sucker for that better rotation. So I think Milwaukee wins the division, but I think they're going to do it in the high 80s. I don't think it's going to be a massive number. And I think it'll be a close race. I think the Cardinals end up in that range too. The Cubs will finish third. The Cubs got better enough to not be awful, but not be a contender. And then take your pick between the Pirates and Reds, two teams that are rebuilding. I'll give the Pirates the edge with about 68 wins and the Reds below them with about 65 wins. So I'm going Milwaukee, St. Louis, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati in the National League Central. So it's it's weird. I'll go to the top then too. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go to the bottom. Pirates, I think, are going to be dead last again. I just don't think they can get this right. They have some players. Brian Reynolds obviously is great. It sounds like they want to sign a deal with him. They, they're, they're making attempts to. I know he wants to do it before the season starts. If that's the case, then having Brian Reynolds will hopefully get them more wins, but I don't think it's enough. I still think they're very far off in a lot of different areas. I, you, you, It's funny. You look at the – the packages of when you were like, oh, the, the the Mets welcomed this person, Justin Verlander. This person, the Pirates, when they brought people in as like a celebra- celebration, I'm like, who are these guys? What, who, who are we celebrating here? It was very weird, the, the introductions, because they don't have anybody. So that being said, I have about 68 wins. I think the Reds are going to be better than you think. I do. I, I, I think they have some good offensive weapons, uh, so, still some good young talent. A uh, guy that I keep on on hearing about, um, screw up his name, I think. Uh, is it Haley? Uh, the outfielder that I just bl- totally blanked on his name. DJ Friedel? Not Friedel. It's the, the Will Fraley. Benson? Not Benson. It's, Fra- it's Oh, Jake it's- Fraley. Fraley. Jake yeah, Fraley. Fraley. 
that's all I keep on hearing about is him. And he's somebody that I didn't draft in the fantasy baseball league, which I should have. But that's all (laughs) I keep on hearing about is how good he's going to be and how much of an impact he's going to have. I like that team. I don't know why. I think they're in a band box, so maybe the I think their offensive weapons will come come around. I think I see them at like seventy nine wins. I don't know why. The Brewers, on the other hand, I think they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to be mediocre. I I love Burns. I love Woodruff. I just don't like their offense that much. I think Rowdy Tellez is a little overrated. Um, I think their infield's a little overrated. And you're right, Yelich is not who he once was. I don't like their infield. I like their pitching. I don't like their their offense, and I think that's going to be an issue. Have made two wins, Cubs. I I think they made enough moves to make them just enough of better than the Brewers. I like Tyone with with them. Um, who they who they bring in that that kind of excited me, but oh, they brought in Dansby Swanson. They brought in Cody Bellinger. I I I kind of like Cody Cody Bellinger. Needed a change of pace. I think he'll do well in Chicago. I like them as a play, not a playoff contender, Ooh. but to finish to finish better than the Brewers and the Cardinals. Just they always find a way. I don't think they're that great, but they always find a way. And a guy like Tyler O'Neill, who had a terrible season last year, I think he's going to have a bounce back and actually do better. And Jordan Walker is going to be special. So you're going Cardinals, Cubs, Brewers, Reds, Pirates. Is that what you said? That is true story. Yeah. All right. Good. So we disagree on the National League Central. I like it. Uh, we'll, we'll save the NL East for last. In the American League West, I, a part of me wants to pick somebody other than the Houston Astros, and the only somebody to pick is Seattle. And it's not crazy. A full year from Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, the man George Kirby, who looks tremendous. Like They have a really good rotation, a really solid rotation. And they got one of the best players in baseball in Julio Rodriguez. And they traded for Teoscar Hernandez. And they added Colton Wong. Like they had a really aggressive offseason, which I like. You know, when you have a team, I don't want to say that comes out of nowhere because they didn't. They improved a little bit from 21, but they they proved enough to finally kind of break that seal and make the postseason. I like when a team has some level of postseason success or makes the postseason. And as I yeah, they did have postseason success. They beat the Blue Jays. They beat them in a wild card series, even though that doesn't really count as a postseason series. It, I guess it does. I like that they were aggressive. But they just, they're not as good as the Houston Astros as much as I would love to kind of make that push for them. Because the Astro rotation, even without Justin Verlander, and that's how nasty they are, is still tremendous. I mean, Framber Valdez is Mr. Consistency. Christian Javier's pitching World Series no-hitters. And offensively, they add Jose Abreu. They'll get Altuve back, so I'm not concerned about the month and a half they're going to be without him. Same with Michael Brantley, who I know has a tough time staying healthy, and we didn't see him last year during the postseason run. But between Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez and Alex Bregman, and now you add Abreu and Altuve coming back and the emergence of Jeremy Pena, they're just too talented. So I think it's just going to be another year where the Astros are close to 100 wins and finish with the most wins in the American League. I foresee that happening again. And I think the Mariners put up a 90-win season and make the playoffs again, but they do it as a wild-card team. As far as the three other teams in the West, I want Texas to be good. They added Jacob DeGrom. They added Nate Evaldi. We know what they did last offseason with all the bats they added. I still don't love them, though. Now, I think they're probably better than the Angels, who are going to be selling pieces off by the time we get to late July. Eh, Give me a break about Anthony Rendon. Does any of us think he's really going to bounce back and be half as good as he was 
three years ago when he was paid all that absurd money. So I think it's a flip a coin between Texas and Anaheim, but I don't think the Rangers are making the jump that the finances would tell you. I think they finished with about 78 wins. I think the Angels are about 75 wins. And I think Oakland is going to finish with about 70 wins. So I know it's boring at its same old, but talent's talent. Give me the Astros first, Mariners two, uh, Texas three, Angels four, Oakland five in the American League West. All right, so you're crazy here. First of all, I'll say this. The A's, if they win, they may have 62 wins. I mean, they are terrible. They are putrid. I mean, they have Trevor May as one of their big acquisitions this offseason. That's not really good. Uh, the Angels, we know, are going to be under 500. they are going to be selling off. I have about 79 wins, whatever. No big deal. The Astros are fitting, finishing third. What? Okay? They're finishing third. Third? I, third. The Astros? They're, the Astros are finishing third. I... It was a great story. Jeremy Pena was fantastic. Rookie of the year. But he's he's going to regress a little bit. They are due to have an off season. They are. I know they, they've had a great run, but they're going to be flat this year. They're not going to be as good. I know. Th- th- listen, we've gone through. You went through all the pitching, how wonderful they are. I I just can't see them being as good. All of them being as good again as they were last year. I think they're all taking a step back. I think that this team is going to be a little bit hungover. They're going to start flat, and it's going to be they'll, they'll finish with eighty nine wins, but they're but they are not going to be a hundred win team. That means that the Texas Rangers will finish in second place oh, wow. because Jacob Degrom is going to bring that energy. He's going to be <laughs> listen. I I I. Kind of teased it the other day where I think Jacob DeGrom is going to end up um, at the end of the season uh, for the Rangers, how good they're going to be. I don't – their their offense is is going to be much better. Corey Seager, the, the, I love him. I think the team is with, – with low, with every – they have actually good players on this team, and it will finally click. It will come together, but the Mariners are going to be the king with about 93 wins. In that uh, in that division, and I feel very comfortable saying that they they'll definitely be the winner of that. Division. Look at that! I, I you know I think you're nuts, but I like it. I like the fact that you're picking the Astros to finish in third place, and you're putting Texas over. Look, Texas is they they should be a lot better. Their rotation in itself should be a lot better with John Gray and Martin Perez, and obviously we know about Degrom and Evaldi. So on paper, they should be better. You're not wrong. I don't know if I love their bullpen, to be perfectly honest with you. And, you know, I don't know. It's just tough to trust them. But okay. You got the Astros finishing third. I respect that. I respect the balls on you for saying that. Yeah, they're not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, screw them. They're not that good. (laughs) They won a World Series last year, but they're not that good. (laughs) In the the American League Central... um, I got the Chicago White Sox winning the division. The White Sox took a huge step back last year, and they did because they weren't healthy. I mean, think about all the missed time that we saw last year from key guys. Luis Robert missed half the season. Eloy missed half the season. Tim Anderson missed half the season. Their manager uh, barely paid attention throughout games. It was a real disappointing year for Chicago, and I expect them to bounce back in a huge way. And look, it's tough to predict injuries, right? How do I know all these guys are going to stay healthy? All I know is if they do stay healthy, their lineup is 50 times better 
We know how good Dylan Cease is. I could see Lucas Giolito having a big bounce back here. I think the White Sox talent-wise are a lot better than everybody else in this division, and that includes Cleveland. I think they are talent-wise. So I think they're going to win this division. I think Cleveland will end up finishing second. My surprise team, not that they're making the playoffs, but they're going to be a lot better than what they've been in years past. They got the right manager, and they have a lot of young talent that didn't hit last year. This year they will, and that's the Detroit Tigers. I think they're going to finish in the mid-80s. They're going to be like the Orioles of last year. You know, Riley Green is going to be a lot better. A veteran like Javier Baez is going to be a lot better. Spencer Torkelson is going to be a lot better. Uh, I think they're just going to be significantly better. And they've got some competent arms in their rotation. So I like Detroit. They're not making the playoffs, but I think they're going to finish ahead of Minnesota. I think they're going to finish in third place in the AL Central. Minnesota will finish fourth. The Royals will pull up the rear. But I think this is a huge bounce back season for the Chicago White Sox in the AL Central. All right. So I I like to go last first. Uh, The Royals, they have some interesting players on there. But nothing excites me to make them contenders at all. So they'll finish about 69 wins. I don't like the White Sox. I think Giolito is, is lost. Last year was very disappointing. I don't know if he's if he could be fixed. I, he, he's been okay over the years, but last year was very disappointing. And it wasn't just the manager's fault. I can't put that on him. Lucas Gillespie was terrible. That being said, too, some of these other younger players like Vaughn and, and it was a burger and some of these guys, I, I don't think they're as good as we're hyping them. I know he, he, Eloy's great, sure. Tim Anderson's great. But I just don't think they're there. And then you talk about one thing is is a major miss for them. Liam Hendricks isn't there. Like, like that 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 is we talking about the Mets, they lost a closer. How big of a, a factor that's gonna be. Liam Hendricks was one of the better better players in the bullpen, and their bullpen isn't that great. Uh that that's huge. I, gonna, I mean Reynaldo Lopez, Kendall Graveman. That is gonna be a lethal one two punch till Liam comes back. You just watch. Okay. All right. We'll see. Well, they're finishing in fourth. Tigers, I think I'm on the same page with you. I put them about 83 wins. They're going to make an improvement. I, I do like them to, to start rising up. I think the Twins will have about 85 wins. Uh, I like their bullpen a lot. I, I don't know why, but Duran is is someone who I think is, is as close to a lock behind Class A and Devin Williams. I think he's up there for that. And I think their pitching is, is is pretty decent. And then the Guardians, I just like the way Francona gets them to play. They they really showed a lot of me last year. Uh, the way they bowed the Yankees, I think they'll make a step forward. I do. And it, it, also like Shane Bieber, someone who could definitely be up there for another Cy Young this year. I mean that that's a possibility. He's that good. I, I like their rotation. I know Tristan McKenzie just got there's a little setback with him, but he's someone who could make a huge jump too. The American League East. Very similar. I say very similar, but sort of similar to Chicago. The Blue Jays had a very disappointing year last year. They didn't win the division. They didn't win as many games as we thought. And while they made the playoffs, they had a very quick postseason exit. I think the Blue Jays are coming back with a vengeance for a couple of reasons. Number one, I like their offseason. I like what this rotation looks like right now. To go along with Manoa and Gaussman, which is a very good one-two punch, you've got a, you add a guy we're very familiar with in Chris Bassett. 
to go along with Jose Barrios, who I think will have a bounce back year. That's a very formidable four-man rotation. Very formidable. That's a really good one-two-three punch of Gaussman, Manoa, and Bassett. But here's the other thing about Toronto. Their lineup doesn't have a break in it. Their lineup just comes at you. The one break I guess they have is Kevin Kiermeyer, but Dalton Varsho, who they had, they gave up a lot to get him, so he better be good. But Dalton Varsho and George Springer and Bo Bichette and Whit Merrifield and Matt Chapman and Alejandro Herc. And I'm purposely leaving out the big man, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but they don't have a weakness in their lineup. And I like the fact that they did add the left-handed pop. I think Brandon Belt is a good underrated addition. I think they've got the best lineup in the division. I think they, I don't want to say they have the best rotation in the division because I still think the Yankees do, but the Yankees are dealing with a lot of injuries early on. And I don't know what Carlos Rodon's going to be because Carlos Rodon never stays healthy. Luis Severino is now creating a track record of never staying healthy. They do at least have a guy at the top of the rotation in Garrett Cole, who you know makes a start every five days. And I'm unsure about the Blue Jay bullpen. That'd be my one kind of thing I circle about them and say, hey, that's a weakness after Jordan Romano. But I think the Blue Jays have a big year. I think they win 100 games. I think they win the American League East. I think they're winning going away. Now, the Yankees are going to be fine. They're going to win in the low to mid-90s. They're going to get a wild card spot. This is not their division. And if you remember a year ago, I don't say everybody. Everybody's not the, the right turn. A lot of people were picking the Blue Jays. They were the hot team to pick in the AL East last year, and they failed. And the Yankees did it. And a lot of, a lot of people weren't picking the Yankees. This year is the opposite. Most people are going to pick the New York Yankees to repeat as AL East champions. It won't happen. Give me the Blue Jays to win 98 games to 103, kind of in that range, and win the AL East. I think the Yankees are at about 92 wins, and they finish second. But here's my big surprise. The Orioles are not just finishing third. They're making the playoffs. I think they're going to take another step from a year ago. There's this sense that, well, they surprised everybody last year, so they're going to take a step back. I don't buy it. I like the Cole Irvin addition, and I love that the young bats are only going to get better. Adley, for a full season, is going to get better. Gunnar Henderson, for a full season. To go along with some nice pieces like Jorge Mateo, who's going to take advantage of the new rules and steal probably 55 bases, and Anthony Santander and Cedric Mullins. They got a really good lineup. So I like the Orioles to win a few more games than they did last year, get to about 87, 88 wins, and I think that number is going to be enough. I think the Rays are in the mid-80s, and I think the Red Sox finished with about 77 wins. So I got three teams in the playoffs coming out of the AL East. Toronto to win the division, number one. The Yankees in the low 90s, number two. And the Orioles in the high 80s, third. Tampa four, Boston five. That's my AL East. Yeah, so the, I agree with you. Red Sox are going to be dead last on that division. Uh, they just, I don't know what they're doing right now. You know, the story injury did not help at all. And I'm just not sure where, where what High and Bloom is trying to do. I know there's some young kids coming up, and that's okay. But Orioles, I feel like, are going to be finished around 500. Because who's their pitching staff? Maybe I'm confused. Kyle Gibson, this- opening day, baby. Oh, I mean, come on. I Are we really going to take them serious with that? I like their young team. I like their offense. But I'm not going to sit there and think that this pitching staff is, has taken a, a step up. They I, I mean, pitched like a year ago when they won 83 games. They were a very middle-of-the-pack 
pitching team. I think they had about a 3-8, ERA, and they don't have like a big ace that scares you. But I like Tyler Wells, and I like Dean Kramer, and I think they're decent. Plus, they got one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball that's going to come up real soon in Grayson Rodriguez. So it's not a rotation that jumps out at you. I'm not saying it's as good as the Yankees and the Blue Jays. It's not, but I think they can be solid. They can be decent. I got you. Okay. Well, I have the Rays finishing above them at 85 wins just because I think that they're still going to be competitive. Uh, and I, But I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I do think the Yankees will finish in second place, 97 wins. I don't trust their rotation at all. I haven't trusted their rotation. I know that you keep on saying Severino somebody that the Mets can look into in the future. But seriously, guy can't stay healthy. He can't. Domingo Herman is a big question mark. Carlos Rodon, I never wanted to touch for the Mets. I'm very happy that they didn't because of the injury issues. And besides the past two years, he really wasn't all that great. And honestly, they are down to four pitchers and a bullpen in, in, in the, on the fifth, as a fifth starter. That's where they're at right now. It's, it's, it's a bad spot. But again, they'll find a way to win about 90-something games. I'd have about 97. And you're right. I have Blue Jays down as 100 wins. I think they are seriously forced to be record with this year. They're going to kick everyone's ass. So who are your six American League playoff teams? I have the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Guardians, Mariners, Rangers, and Astros. Interesting. All right. I got the Astros and the Blue Jays finishing with the top two records. So they get those first round buys. I got the White Sox winning the Central. And then my three wildcard teams are the Mariners, the Yankees, and the Orioles. We'll go through the American League playoffs now, and then we'll jump to the NL East and then do the National League. I have the White Sox defeating the Orioles in a wild card series and the Yankees defeating the Mariners in a wild card series in which the Yankees have all those games at Yankee Stadium. I then have the White Sox knocking off the Astros in the divisional series, so it'll be the first time the Astros don't see the ALCS since 2016, which is remarkable. And I got the Blue Jays knocking off the Yankees in a very tightly fought American League Divisional Series. And I went back and forth about Blue Jays, White Sox. But screw it. I'm going all the way with it. The Chicago White Sox are going to the World Series. They are. I picked them last year. It did not work out. They added a real manager in Pedro Grafal. And I just think talent-wise, they're loaded. And we're forgetting about how good they are. In 2020... They were 35 and 25. I know it's a 60 game year, but they had a very good year. They made the playoffs in 2021. They won 93 games. They were in the playoffs last year. They took a step back. I'm a big believer that sometimes the step back is necessary before you bust through. And I'll give you a specific comparison. The Houston Astros had a really good surprise year in 2015. They made the playoffs as a wild card team. They won the wild card game against the Yankees. They even had a two games to one lead against the eventual world champion Royals. They took a step back in 2016 and then 2017, they busted through. This is the year the White Sox bust through. I think the Chicago White Sox defeat the Toronto Blue Jays in a hard fought seven game American League championship series to reach their first world series since 2005. Wow. Well, that is you do love this White Sox team. I think that's your fault. Uh, I think that's that, that's where you're like when we were going through the history before. You had the White Sox up there a lot. I did, <laughs> which I, I makes feel- no sense. Like I don't have any affinity to the White Sox. I think talent wise, they're dude. I think they're legitimately really good. They're coming off a bad year. That's all it was. 
Okay. All right. Well, I have the Blue Jays and the Mariners getting the buys. Uh, the Yankees take on the Astros in the wild card and lose, surprisingly. The Rangers take on the Guardians, and the Guardians uh, will, will, will win that series. The Blue Jays will beat the, if I'm doing the math right, will beat the, uh, what do I have here? The Blue Jays will beat the the Astros, if I'm correct. The Guardians will beat the, well, no, the, the Mariners okay. beat the Guardians. Now I'm confused. Yeah. Who the hell do you have in the ALCS? How about we go right there? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Blue Jays, the Blue Jays are beating the Mariners in the ALCS. Okay. That's what's happening here. Well, we're both, just, very, we're both very high on Toronto. You just have them going that extra step. I have them getting picked off in the ALCS. Yeah. Yeah. My confusion is this, is that how do they, I, I, with the wild cards, how does it get linked up again? How do they make the division? The the division, this, the last place, the, the third division winner plays, plays the worst wild card? Plays the worst wild card team, and then the winner of that series will face the second division winner. That's how right. it's framed out. So that's how uh, that's why I'm still confused with the rules a little bit. With that. Which I think so. should change. I think they should reseed it. I think that the, whoever comes out of the wild card series, the whole thing should be reseeded. But they haven't done that yet. I don't love this playoff format. We're learning to live with it, but I don't love it. I think that, as we talked about on our realignment edition, I like the idea that if you win your division, you go to the divisional series. You shouldn't have to play in the wild card series. But as long as we have three divisions, it's just the way it is. Uh, so you have the Blue Jays coming out of the American League. I have the White Sox coming out of the American League. Pete and I fit perfectly as Yankee haters. We give them no respect. I have them losing in the divisional series. He has them losing in the wild card series. <laughs> to the Astros. That's to right. the Astros. The, yeah. They, they, Astros make the playoffs, and they beat the, the Yankees in the first series. So you have the Astros finishing in third place, but making the playoffs anyway is basically what you have. Okay. I do. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm digesting it all in my head. That's all. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, let's get to the National League East. And we gave this away a little bit. If you haven't heard our edition with Sal Licata, where we made Mets-specific predictions, I was honest. I said the Mets are going to finish with 90 wins. That was my prediction for them. And I had the Philadelphia Phillies winning the National League East. So much like San Diego went on that playoff run, and I have them winning the NL West, same thing with Philadelphia. I have them winning the National League East, and there's a few reasons for it. Uh, look, Zach Wheeler, to me, I know he missed some time last year, but He's one of the most reliable starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. I think that's what Zach has become. And when you look at the rest of that rotation with Aaron Nolan, a contract year, and Ranger Suarez, and I like what I saw from what's-his-name, that lefty, who pitched very well. 
Oh man, his name is like escaping my brain. Who's in the rotation this year? And I have to look it up for to get the answer. But I like the Phillies to offensively be good enough until Bryce Harper comes back. I do think Nick Castellanos is going to have a big bounce back here. By the way, Bailey Falter is the guy I'm thinking of. Bailey Falter. That's who was the name that escaped my brain. Uh, they do have some holes in the bottom of their lineup. They're going to rely on Brandon Marsh. They're going to rely on, you know, Fillins at first base with Reese Hoskins out for the year, which is a big injury. They're going to rely on Stott at second base. But overall, once they get Bryce back, it's a hell of a lineup to go along with a top-line rotation to go along with a bullpen that on paper between Kimbrell and Dominguez and Soto should be really good. I think they win 95 games and they win the division. I think the Mets and the Braves are both in the low 90s kind of see them in that area. And I think all three teams are fighting for the National League East. I think they're all in that range. So I got the Phillies winning 95, the Mets and the Braves around 90. The Marlins are slightly above 500 with 83 wins. The Nationals, they should be very, very bad. I don't want to predict the team to lose 110 games. I think it's crazy. But I think they lose 100 games, and they pull up the rear in the National League East. But I do have, much like this past year, the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves all making the postseason. So I have the same thing. Uh, Nationals are terrible. They're going to have 69 wins. The Marlins going to have about 80. I, I actually don't hate the Marlins. I think they'd be scrappy. They're going to be annoying. They have some good pieces to it. They have the, the batting king from the AL. They have the Cy Young with, with Sandy Alcantara. Uh, but the Mets... Like you said, I think they're going to be third place. Um, 93 wins, I think, is a good total. It's not that the, they're bad. Not like We just went through this projections, the over-unders with the Mets, and I, I think that they are very talented. I still think they're going to, they're going to do good stat-wise, but a lot of things were based off of them winning tight games. I don't know if they're going to win all the tight games. I don't know if they're going to ha- be able to come out and and – hold the leads unfortunately with everything you're going to lose a, a, a few because of Diaz being gone not a ton but enough to have 93 wins Phillies will take will be second place I think they're gonna I I think they're a step up but I still don't think they're a juggernaut the Braves are just legit I mean Soroka's not even back yet uh you know Spencer Strider for a second year uh they're they're just they're, they're I know they lost Swanson but a healthy Acuna, I think he's going to be better than he was last year after his first year back from being hurt. They have too many good pieces. Matt Olson's not going to be comfortable. I mean, forget about it. This, the, the, the team is so stacked, and they're young, and they're good, and they're going to have about 100 wins. So you've got the same exact six teams coming out of the National League as last year. The Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals, Phillies, Mets, and Braves, correct? I do. I do. I do. No, no. And, and, I, I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I have the Brewers instead of the Cardinals, but when you look at who's going to kind of break through the barrier of the six playoff teams in the National League, there's not a lot of choices. You know, in the American League, you can make the case, I think, for more teams to break through. It's very difficult to make that case in the National League because if you look at those six teams and say, okay, who can break it? You probably have to look at the Central and whether it's Milwaukee, who I'm high on, or Chicago, who you're high on, Those are the realistic options, unless you think the Marlins are taking a big step forward or the Diamondbacks are taking a big step forward. So I guess that makes me feel good as a Met fan going into this year because missing the playoffs would be a disaster. 
if the Mets miss the playoffs in 2023, not only with the payroll and the talent that they have, but the format, if the format has a lot to do with it. It would just be a disaster, but that's why I have a confidence. I have a confidence because I look around the league and say, okay, who would make the playoffs above us? Who would be that team? Arizona, Miami, two teams in the NL Central? I don't know. Uh, So I'm similar to you. I've got five of six going back in the National League, the Brewers to replace the Cardinals. But my wild card series is very, very different. Because based on my win predictions, I have the New York Mets taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers in L.A. in a best of three wild card series. And I know you can just flip a coin at this point. As I mentioned on the Met Prediction Podcast, the Mets will go on a playoff run. I think they beat the Dodgers. I think the Braves beat the Brewers. I think that sets up a National League Divisional Series of San Diego, Atlanta, where the Padres will beat the Braves, and the Mets against the Phillies. Oh, my God. Can we live in that world? And I think the Mets are going to beat them because I don't think home field advantage matters all that much. So I think the Mets kind of do the opposite of last year. They actually get through and go on a run, and it sets up a National League Championship Series between the New York Mets and the San Diego Padres. And I think we're on the same page with San Diego. They're going to break through. And unlike last year where they came up short against Philadelphia, they have continued to be this incredibly aggressive team. Their lineup last year in that wild card series was a pain in the ass to face. We ain't seen nothing yet. Because now you're adding Xander Bogarts. Now you're adding Fernando Tatis. And I think, Pete, we're talking about Juan Soto having a monster year, which he didn't have last year. This Padre lineup is going to look like it's on steroids compared to what we dealt with last year where Trent Grisham was our Barry Bonds. So I think the Padres come out of the National League, and I think it sets up a San Diego Padre Chicago White Sox World Series and we lose the NLCS to the Padres. Basically, the Padres become what the Astros are to the Yankees. So if I did this right, because again, I'm still confused by the wild card, but I have the, in the wild card, the Phillies play the Dodgers and the Phillies win. The Mets play on the play the Cardinals. Mets win. Next, because the Braves and the Padres get to buy. The, the Padres with the best record in baseball. Uh, actually, I have the Phillies with the best, best record in baseball. So actually, yeah, no, you screwed on. the whole thing up the, if the Phillies I, won. The- <laughs> I, hold on. I, I, I screwed it. No, because I, ha- I had the Braves at 100 wins. Okay, so here we go. Hold on. Now, let me, I, I knew I screwed something up. This is, this is why it's a mess of it. But anyway, okay. Let's reverse it. So, yes, Braves and Padres have the their, their divisions. Braves have 100 wins. Padres have 99. Okay, boom. <laughs> Phillies still beat the Dodgers. Mets beat Cardinals. The the Mets are over the Braves. Padres over Phillies. And you're right. Padres versus Mets in the in the uh, NLCS. Wow. So we somehow so came up with the same NLCS. I I had the Padres over the Mets, and I just reversed something. But regardless, the Padres are going to be over the Mets. So yes, I have that. So we both have the Mets not winning the division, but going on a playoff run, which I. I guess that's good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the fans listening right now are pleased with that result. I don't well, think they I have a series. The... We do. You know, I, I... dude, I haven't beaten the Phillies in the national league divisional series. It sounded like you had them beating the Braves. Didn't you have them beating the Braves in the playoffs? Yes, I do. I do. It, that would be, 
no matter what, if the Mets don't win a World Series, because I've seen them get to a World Series, I've seen them get to an NLCS. If they don't win a World Series, the year will be a disappointment. Well, I'm sorry. That's just the reality of how I feel about this. I'm too old for this crap. I'm sorry. I'm not going to, oh, he had a fun year. Oh, he had a good. No, stop with that crap. I, I just, I don't want to hear it. But if the Mets are at least going to win a series against either the Braves or the Phillies, it will make the offseason less bitter than what we just experienced. So while it won't be a success and I won't be doing cartwheels in the street, if the Mets are at least advancing to a league championship series by beating the Braves or by beating the Phillies, we will have a smile on our face and have those memories going into the offseason, which is a lot better than the memories we had going into this offseason. Yeah, well, because they played so poor at home against the Padres team who did, didn't play all that great. Like, I mean, the pitching was very good. Musgrove shut them down and stuff like that. But besides Trent Grisham, the team didn't get – like, Juan Soto didn't do a lot of damage. You know, like, this that, – that's the problem that I think a lot of people had, too, is the people that did the damage to the Mets weren't the people that we were expecting. Right. Uh, quick bonus, I'll give you my Cy Youngs and MVPs, and there's nothing crazy. I wish I could come with some shocking Cy Young wins. I think Corbin Burns wins the Cy Young of the National League. I think Framber Valdez wins the Cy Young in the American League. I want to pick someone but Otani to win the MVP, and I think I may only because I think it's on the table that they trade him. And I think that if Otani's having this incredible year pitching and hitting, but he's traded on July 27th to the LA Dodgers. Can he really win the MVP? No. In what league? So I think Otani would win the MVP if the angels keep him. But if they trade him and I look, I don't know if they're going to trade him to the Dodgers necessarily. I'll tell you where they're going to trade him. They're going to trade him to the San Diego Padres. (laughs) They won't keep him, but they'll try. So I'm going to not pick Otani. To win the MVP. I'm going to pick Vladimir Guerrero Jr. To win the most valuable player in the American League. And in the National League, I'm going to pick Trey Turner to win the MVP. Which I know makes Pete very, very sick. Well, sick and happy at the same time because, A, I have him in my fantasy baseball team. Uh, but yeah, I the Trey Turner is the obvious choice for me. I think he's going to do amazing in Philadelphia, and that's going to bother me because we talked about that whether it was serious or not. But he should have been a Met. That that's something that should have happened. Regardless, Otani is going to win the MVP for the AL. I think Zach Gallen may surprise everybody and win the Cy Young in National League. Okay, I, I just I I feel like he, this is his year. It's gonna he's gonna pull a Sandy Alcantara type of deal where he's gonna come out of nowhere to a lot of people. Not as sexy of a name, but he's gonna do it. And I do think Jacob Degrom out of the <sighs> end. I love Jake. I don't want Jake winning the Cy Young. That would hurt me too much. <laughs> I want Jake to have success. I want him to be healthy. I, and I guess that's a contradiction because if he is healthy, doesn't he win the Cy Young? <laughs> I mean, when yeah. when Jake's healthy. He's better than everybody else, so I don't know. This has been an exercise in just irrelevance because we're not going to be right about a lot of what we said. But that's the beauty of baseball. As predictable as people think baseball is, it's not as predictable as you really think. 
Because if you sit there and write down predictions, and I want everybody to do it. If you're listening to the Rico right now and you're cursing me out or you're cursing Pete out, you're an idiot, you did this, you did that. I want you to write down your predictions. And you can send it to us, thericob at gmail.com. And I promise you, if you're really good with your predictions come October, I'll read them and give you a shout out. But if you're really bad, I'm also going to read them and give you a shout out. So you put your ass out there. But that's what this is all about. It's about putting yourself out there with predictions that you genuinely feel. And if you're right, great. And if you're wrong, you're a schmuck. It's the beauty of predictions going into a baseball season. So did you tell us who's going to win the World Series between the White Sox and the Padres? No, I didn't. Do you want <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> uh, that's come on now. Now I'm like holding on to see who wins the World Series. I believe that the Chicago White Sox will win the World Series. They will defeat the San Diego Padres in six games and win their second championship in the last 105 years, or whatever it adds up to. Well, we both in agreement on this much: the Padres are not winning the World Series. I think the Blue Jays are going to win it this year. All right. So, We're not, you know, you we have some disagreements like the Astros stuff, things like that. We're not that far off. We're both really high on San Diego and really high on Toronto. I just don't have Toronto breaking through. So there you go. We'll see how we do. So you can grade us. You can mock us. Do whatever you want. It's our MLB predictions for 2023. We got another Rico coming up right after opening day because we have finally made it, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays. It's opening day. And as always, we will give you a Rico after every single series within, I'd say, 12 hours of the game ending. Sometimes real quick after a game ends. Sometimes it may take a while because, gosh darn it, we have lives. And we have wives. Lives and wives. And we need to keep them happy. So, unfortunately, at 442, when the Met game ends on a Sunday afternoon, we can't immediately record a Rico as much as we may want to. So our one guarantee to you is when a series is over, give us the course of that day and there will be a Rico. We'll also throw in some bonuses throughout the season, maybe a drive home podcast, maybe after a big win or a big loss. So certainly be ready. There'll be Ricos throughout this baseball season. And we have finally made it to the 2023 New York Mets season. Thank you for downloading and listening Thank you. It's baseball season, baby, on Rico Bronya. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. <laughs>